really when people think they think nursing homes and social media, they make that connection. They go, okay, let's say 85 year old women in social media don't mix. I mean, right on the surface, what you think of, but you know, really who we are marketing to and who we're trying to provide appeal to and show and, you know, increase brand awareness, which is really what marketing is, is to the decision makers, is to the, the sons, the daughters, the grandkids who are making decisions of where grandma and grandpa, mom and dad, are going to be placed, you know, when the time comes. Welcome to the Nursing Home Podcast, your go-to source for professional insights in the long-term care industry. Hear from leaders and experts as they share current and practical insights to help make the most of your day. I've been a long-term care financial specialist. What that means is I help people plan for the inevitable. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to think about getting old, but it's possible that someday we might need a little bit of care. Here's your host, nursing home administrator turned podcaster, Shmuel Septimus. Okay, welcome to another live recording of the Nursing Home Podcast a podcast that brings you real information in simple and plain terms that we can all understand about what's actually going on in the nursing home space. You guys know if you've listened to other episodes that I have a thing for marketing, um, company for marketing, and specifically marrying senior care to social media marketing and not just doing it because we realize that it's a checkbox that has to be checked, but because we can actually create actionable and measurable results from the actions that we take on our social media platforms. Um, I've, I know this from my days as an administrator, uh, being active on social media platforms and, and actually accomplishing uh, the results that everybody, you know, that the corporate folks like to see, um, but even in now my role as a marketer as well. So, I'm really excited to introduce to you a very interesting guest, someone who I've worked with personally on projects and who couldn't be more qualified to discuss this topic. So Stephen Hall, before I even give you a chance to speak, let me talk about you and embarrass you a little bit. Stephen Hall has a company called Craft Media, as you may see on the screen for those who are watching. And... Stephen has, is a nurse. Stephen has been a clinical liaison. Those not familiar with the term, he's the guy who goes fishing for nursing homes to get residents from the hospital. That's not what we call it, but that's what you do, right? You go, you go to the hospitals and to the community if there are long-term private pay patients, if those things still exist. And his job was to go and bring them in. And Steve, can it, Steve. Yeah, has is very well versed in all the social media platforms and currently has a media company that does this specifically. He does this for healthcare facilities and other companies as well. So, Steve, welcome to the Nursing Home Podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Shmo. Yes, it's definitely a pleasure. So, let's start with the lowest hanging fruit here. All right. The notion is, and I know this when I talk to potential, when I talk to prospects, but I know this from my days of operating as well. The notion is that nursing homes and social media couldn't be you know, more separate, more different, and social media doesn't matter to nursing homes. Lately, operators are getting a little bit more savvy in their understanding that it's almost, it's not really going to help anything, but if you're not there, it's like a negative because why you're not there and 
we're concerned maybe other people will put you know information images videos out there which may not present the facility in the best of light but they don't actually see it as a tool what is your take on specifically for i know you have experience in other industries as well but let's keep this specifically to nursing homes what should their general attitude be towards social media I, I I mean I think their general attitude should treat it you know as a platform. I mean it's it's definitely not something that should be taken lightly. But I think there's there's lots of missed opportunity you know for nursing homes and post acute facilities who aren't leveraging social media. So mm-hmm. I mean really when people think they think nursing homes and social media they make that connection. They go okay let's say eighty five year old women and social media don't mix. I mean right on the surface what you think of but. You know, really, we're, who we are marketing to, and who we're trying to provide appeal to, and show, and you know, increase brand awareness, which is really what marketing is, is to the decision makers, is to the the sons, the daughters, the grandkids who are making decisions of where grandma and grandpa, mom and dad are going to be placed. You know, when the time comes, so those are the people you're marketing to, and often in post acute, it's it's a little bit more of a long game with that marketing. You know, you're not gonna put a post out and all of a sudden your census bumps up. You know, that's just not how it works. It's it's a continual um, it's a continual process that requires strategy and requires consistency. So yeah, it's definite and, and like you you mentioned, you know, if you don't have control over them, content's gonna go out there. Reviews and testimonials are going out there whether you like it or not. And you can either have a voice in, you know, the conversation and respond and be open and have transparency, which is super important. You know, all nursing homes, no matter how great your CMS score is, you know, some of them get bad family reviews and they leave them on, you know, caring.com and Yelp and Google and all this. You have the opportunity on all those platforms to respond. All those platforms are forms of social media. I mean, social media really is the digital world. So um, you need to be on there responding. And just because you get a bad review doesn't mean you know, it's all over for your brand on digital. The opportunity for you to really represent yourself well is to have a nice professional response and really reach out, give out your, you know, the administrator's phone number to give them a call. People see that and, you know, people are smart. You know, you got to give consumers credit. They see right through. They know that sometimes there's bad reviews. I mean, you go on Yelp for a restaurant, there's going to be tons of bad reviews. People know that people don't generally take the time to leave good reviews, which is a problem. And there's some steps and some actions I've taken with clients to really try to push positive reviews, Mm -hmm. incentivize a little bit. Um, But yeah, to, you know, the long and the short is just, it's no different than any other industry that uh, post-acute providers, specifically nursing homes, especially right now where it's very competitive, you know, with, with COVID, a lot of families want to bring their loved ones home. They're not, you know, they're nervous about sending them to a facility. Very important to be, transparent and explain you know what you're doing uh, precaution wise on the platforms that these decision makers are on facebook instagram and we'll get to it um you know even platforms like uh tiktok and youtube those definitely should be leveraged um pretty aggressive okay. in my opinion yeah so uh, we'll get to the specifics in a moment but just a couple of points here so number one is the it's you're right the decision makers many times are not the residents like you mentioned um additionally as time progresses the re- the 65 year olds today that are very comfortable on Facebook in 10 years from now will be 75 year olds that are very comfortable on Facebook and 85. So more, more and more older adults are getting more comfortable in, you know, some of the platforms, oh, yeah. but, but additionally to that, it's not just family members, decision makers include case managers in the hospital includes uh, 
you know, placement workers, social workers in the community as well. And yep. they're, they have a huge impact into where they're sending, uh, into where they're sending family members. Um, another point that you brought up, which is, there's a lot to unpack in just your first comment, but um, one thing that you brought up also is regardless of whether you take this seriously, stuff is being said about you online, whether you like it or not. This applies to every business, yeah. but specifically nursing homes, people are, this is, you know, a life changing decision for many, for residents or family members. Mm-hmm. And um, it, this is, the, they're not buying a, a pie of pizza, right? This is their life. This is, this is for real. For many of them, it may be the last major decision that they make, yep. you know, about this family member, depending on the situation. So they're going to take this very seriously. But you, you said also, you know, people are creating content. People don't realize that, you know, what's what's branding? People say like, I don't care about branding. All I care about is census. Get me, you know, get me residents. Get me them now. Um, and I don't care about this silly Facebook stuff and uh, pictures. What does that do? Mm-hmm. Your brand equals your reputation, online and offline. That is what your brand is. If you don't put out, if you don't tell people who you are, you don't tell people what your brand is, then your brand will be created by other people, right? But if you uh, take the time to create it yourself, then you can significantly, you can dramatically um, influence people into understanding exactly uh, what your brand is and what your brand isn't. I'm just trying to go through now all the points. One more point, though, and then we'll get to something else in a second. Um, reviews. There's nothing worse as a business owner than to get into it, so to speak, with a be- someone who left a bad review in whatever platform it is that left a review. So you have a restaurant, and someone left a, a it was it was a hair on my food, and I found a bug in the chicken, and all sorts of crazy stuff. You say no, there wasn't, and you weren't even here on that day, and it was your own hair, and you drop bugs in every time just so you could post these reviews. The picture is photoshopped. There's, no, there's nothing dumber than you can do because the purpose in responding to a review online yeah. is not to the person who left the reviews, to the world that's watching how you respond to reviews. Yeah, you nailed ownership, it. right? You agree with that? I agree with that. Yeah, you nailed it. That was a very concise way. I might just steal that, what you just said when I explain it to uh, some clients I work with. Because, yeah, there's people who feel like they got to just go off and I need to defend. I've worked really hard to build this. You know, you got to, which I understand. I appreciate their passion generally, but. Yeah, I guess that's why they bring people on who can are sort of that third eye to sort of uh, guide them. But yeah, you're right. Right, they're not emotionally involved. If you're an administrator, I've seen this, right? You're working in this building, spending hours and hours in this building, you're doing everything you can to turn things around. And in that very thing that you know you've grown tremendously, someone says, oh, this and this happened. Either it's not true or it hurts because it is true and it shouldn't be true. Whatever it is, you get all emotional. You got to leave it cold, professional, concise you know we're sorry that you know that this was your experience you're not agreeing that that's what happened but this is their experience um we'd love to discuss this further here's the next you know action step whatever it is call us email us come throw a rock through our window or whatever it is so i mean that, that's something that is, that is critical the point is i i think that the biggest point that I, I want people to take out of this conversation is you can't just say, uh, you know, stick your head in the sand and say, for 50 years, we've been operating facilities successfully. We didn't need Facebook. We didn't need Instagram. Didn't need Google. So we don't need this now. So first of all, it's too bad. The world has moved on and now you do need it. A, because if you don't address it and take it seriously, the world will, and it won't be pretty. B, it's an opportunity. Um, now, how do you explain to people 
I have my own two cents here, but I want to hear you know your thought. Mm-hmm. Is like, what's the purpose besides for not allowing others uh, to create your branding for you? If someone wants to know, like, what's the purpose in creating content online uh, for a nursing home specifically? What are the positive goals that they can expect to see? What type of time period? How do you explain that to them? Well, I mean, for years, and still, I'm sure there are, maybe not so much now, um, you know, but for a very common role in nursing homes, uh, you know, I worked as a, you know, I started as a bedside nurse at a SNF nurse manager for quite a few years on a subacute unit, and then moved on into the liaison marketing sort of world. So, I, and I, I've been worked for lots of different companies who have different, you know, different operating systems. The very a very common role in all those places was the community liaison. A lot of buildings had a community liaison, you know, which was a really, you know, generally speaking, very broad terms, really sweet person who was well connected in the senior centers, well connected in the community. Would go to apartment buildings, real places where there would be potential business, you know, where potential business may come from. Decision makers may live there, future residents may live there, and just bring lunch. And really, the the goal of them was to to be present in the community. They wanted, you know, X, Y, and Z facility to be known as a giving, caring facility so that they could get business. And they could, they would also be problem solvers. You know, if someone would come to them and say, what, my mom is having, you know, trouble, you know, doing her ADLs and all these things, you know, and they'd give advice and maybe sometimes refer them to a home care agency, just be a partner in, in the community. Social media is very much developing community. So you, on a local level, there's different, there's differences. So if you're a large national brand, uh, you know, just think of that large national nursing home brand that we all know a few of them off the top of our head. Their marketing strategy is going to be way different than one of their buildings that's, you know, I'm in Massachusetts, that's here in Massachusetts. Their marketing is, it can be really community focused. I mean, so you're basically a, a community, can be a community liaison type role but you have so much more reach than one person who's a community liaison. You know, you can be involved in all your town Facebook groups in representing XYZ nursing facility or rehab center, commenting as that facility, just being involved. It doesn't always have to be healthcare stuff. It can be, what's your, you know, someone writes in, in you know, I'm, I live in Plymouth, Mass, in Plymouth, Mass. What's what's the best pizza here in town? And you go on there as X, Y, and Z nursing home and, you know, your, your marketing team, I think this, this, and this, this one's great tagging those facilities and just getting involved, being in on the comments as that facility is huge. Like that is just as important as you sharing those great outcomes that you had from your survey, which that's usually the, you know, the big, you know, if, if someone has a great survey, I mean, buildings will put banners on the side of the buildings that they had five stars, you know, mm-hmm. um, but you have other opportunity that I feel in my experience is equally as important as that five-star banner every single day um, on social media. And you're going to get incredible. You're going to reap incredible, you know, rewards for putting in that effort. And, you know, to get to your question about time period, that's really difficult to say because right now Facebook and Instagram are super established platforms. You can get on there right now and start seeing, you know, results pretty quickly because everybody's on them. I mean, the age, you know, it's from teenagers to, you know, my mother who's almost 70 is very active on Facebook. So um, like there, there's a huge mm-hmm. audience there, which is fantastic. You can get on there and start creating content and leveraging at targeted ads, and you're going to get results and awareness pretty quickly um, as opposed to something where you need to be a new adopter, which is fantastic. This is where, you know, Instagram, you know, five plus years ago was all teenagers, all young kids, 
And now it's very common. I mean, I'm 41. I'm very active on there personally and for my clients. And a lot of my friends of similar age are very active on there. It's a great platform. You can share, mm-hmm. you know, simply share a great picture and tell you, you know, get the little authentic pieces in your stories. And it's really fun. So, so, so hold on before we get too far into the specifics of the platforms, I, I want, I would just want to hone in onto what you, you just gave an outstanding overview into why we do social media to begin with. Mm-hmm. And also you dropped a really, really a gem as to what is the purpose in marketing to begin with. So if you, let's say, let's talk about LinkedIn marketing for a second. If you have a LinkedIn account, you probably get like six to 10 messages every day of someone great to connect. I have a bridge to sell you. I have a great used car to sell you. Use my services to do this. That is like a horrific way of developing a relationship with another human being. Um, it's clearly you clearly don't care about the other person. You just want their money, and you're willing to give your services or product to them, maybe because you know that's the way you get someone else's money without going to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not good uh, human interaction. It's not normal social behavior. So, as a liaison, I've seen this so many times. What do you do? Let's we're gonna drop off pens and donuts and ask for referrals. It's like transactional um, relationship. It doesn't work to create a relationship that way. So there's two separate points that you brought up that are equally important, and each one is really worthy of this conversation. I'm really happy you brought both of them up, so thank you. Number one is, what is the purpose for a nursing home liaison? What are you doing? You're not just going out there. Like if you're an owner or operator, you have a regional on top of you. A lot of times they're going to say, oh, let's go, Steve. You know how, how, many, uh, how many leads do you have today? How many referrals? When are, you know, when are they converting? Did they convert today? Not convert today? And I get it. They have responsibility to whoever they respond to, or if it's the owners themselves, they want to make sure that the business is growing. And what action item do they have other than to speak to the liaison? Because they're the boots on the ground, so to speak. Mm-hmm. For the liaison, though, if you're building a long-term game, maybe some activity is important on that day's referrals and trying to you know move the conversation forward. But on a bigger um, I've had more success with my liaisons who saw the bigger picture and spent, especially now when hospitals don't welcome you in, they've done fantastic work in the community by giving value. Forget, yeah, everyone knows I work for ABC Healthcare and Rehab Company down the road. Everyone knows that and I'm very open about it. It's on my business cards. I tell everybody that. But I don't say send your loved ones here. I don't hard sell. Mm-hmm. Every time I see someone with gray hair, say, by the way, if you break your hip and we can help you with that, you know, there's a great place down the block. <laughs> you go for rehab afterwards. We don't do that. Like you said, be where they are. Be, be a genuine part of their community. Provide value, whether or not it directly um, impacts or relates to what you're selling. And then it's natural that when they would need a nursing home, how many times I'll just switch as an operator. Do we, are we frustrated when a resident or a family member won't go through with a treatment plan because their uncle one time thought about going to nursing school or was a CNA for a week thinks that the treatment plan that our medical director uh, in, in, with, in consultation with the, with the physicians in the hospital have decided is a good plan of treatment. doesn't matter. They're going to ask their local would-be one day maybe CNA. Yeah. That's crazy, but that's what they do. If you're that trusted person in their community that knows stuff about nursing homes, they're going to come to you when they have anything senior-related and not. So that's one point is like, that's the role of, you know, of the liaison. That's the role really is a general marketing concept, but that's how it applies to nursing homes. Mm-hmm. But then if you understand that, 
the misconception that I find is that people think social media is like almost magic. It's like a lottery. You click like and you put in comments about random stuff and you post pictures of people and you put videos out and then, you know, money starts coming in somehow for yourself, for your business. They don't realize that it's the exact same thing. It's the same relationship building. It's not mm-hmm. magic. People will open up their wallets when they know you and they trust you. And they, they even if they don't know enough about your offer, they know that you're not going to lead them down the wrong path. So if you're saying you represent ABC company, ABC nursing home, they're going to want to send there. They're going to want to at least learn about it mm-hmm. because you are the guy. You're the one who knows stuff, right? So when you're on, when you're doing a liaison properly, you go into the senior centers, you're going into all the places that you're supposed to go into and you're there every day you show up and you're part of their social circle. So now, now on social and specifically during COVID when a lot of those in-person events are either toned down or don't exist at all, you can still go into the senior center, go into their Facebook group and provide value there. You can go to the local library, you can go to the local restaurants and all the establishments in town. And when they're talking about COVID and you can even educate them based on your expertise and your knowledge because of the nursing home, they want to know about vaccinations. It's endless what you can do and how you can, how you can maximize it. So I, you really give an, a fantastic uh, overview of this is something I have to do sometimes to clients, right? Anything you want to add to that before we jump into specific platforms? No, it would be good. Okay, amazing. I mean, it's not me, it's you. I'm just trying to share it out a little bit. So now we know, uh, I, I want to jump straight to the chase here. So we, we mentioned Facebook, Instagram a little bit, Google, my business and reviews. All those things are amazing. And we can spend a whole nother episode on all those things. Okay. But I don't want to sp- focus right now for the rest of this uh, conversation, if we can, on TikTok. And I'll give you my two cents here. So hopefully everyone who's listening to this heard of TikTok. Uh, if you didn't, TikTok is... You know, it's it's really a concept which other social media platforms have adopted already, but it's really very very short, engaging dopamine uh, feeding um, videos that within I don't know if it's 15 seconds or whatever, it's very short videos, and that you get, you know, you get that high that you want to get from watching a video. It's something very impactful. A lot of you know, uh, girls or younger women dancing, doing different things, things that you would th- how a lot of these other platforms have started. And obviously, it's exploding, and the engagement, the organic reach there is crazy. Great. Uh, the very last place that you would expect for people to use it is nursing homes. And I'm not yet convinced that that's the right place. I know we spoke about this uh, a few weeks back yeah. about what you're about for another non-nursing home client. But what would you say should? What do, What do you think about the platform first, and then after that, let's talk about how to apply it to nursing homes. Yeah, it's definitely when you hear nursing homes and TikTok, you almost just, especially if you work in nursing homes or from you just almost laugh instinctively. <laughs> you know, you're like, right. what well, doesn't make any sense. But I mean, it's really more of like a, a way of thinking and a philosophy. It's sort of, so it's being an early adopter, it, it has huge advantages on any platform. So, I mean, I mentioned Instagram before because Instagram was what really what TikTok is now in terms of it was right now it's a lot of actually it's I mean it's it's really changing it's been changing for months now especially COVID really really ramped up the the usage and the span of the demographics that are on TikTok just because people were stuck in their houses and bored Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. they really uh really grown but Instagram was very young typically female you know teenagers early 20s on there just posting selfies and pictures like that things that made them and their their sort of friend group smile has grown into obviously we've already talked about very standardized very you know, a platform you have to be 
present on. I mean, you're leaving you're leaving money on the table if you're not present on Instagram and Facebook. So really now TikTok is 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 in that early adoption phase. And right now you might be thinking like why? Why would a nursing home want to be on there? I can think of a lot of reasons and some of those are A, just being an early adopter and, and getting out there is going to help your organic reach is going to be huge. So yeah, a lot of people who are going to see your videos at first might be, I don't know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 year old mm -hmm. females, but that doesn't really matter. That's not really, it's, it's a learning experience. So all these platforms develop, like you said, Instagram has already stolen TikTok's concept essentially, and they call it Reels. So mm -hmm. real, you know, they, they have, they're fortunate to be this gigantic company like hey we like that feature we're going to add it so they added reels and it's taken off so to learn how to use the cons learn how to use the platform what works what doesn't work what's engaging what really like you said what what gets the the uh, you know your dopamine just shooting up real quick or you know when you're watching like this is really exciting that's going to apply to all other platforms like what you've learned on tiktok is going to work on instagram reels and it's going to work on linkedin linkedin video is linkedin is obviously we you know fantastic platform for organic reach still and you know they're you know there's lots of talk of their video features being expanded upon they've already instituted stories um on linkedin mobile which aren't getting a ton of use and i try to use them just for myself just to see who's you know there's not a lot of people viewing them it really depends on your phones you know the software updates and things like that but they're rolling it out and eventually it's going to be part of the platform what you learn on tiktok is really gonna, you're gonna have the skill set right away to bring it to LinkedIn and establish platform and hit the ground running. And really the other sort of way to look at it is it's a long game. You know, it's a long game with all marketing. You know, that 18 year old girl who's on TikTok right now in 10 years very well could be a nurse uh, in a hospital, a nurse in a rehab center. She could be a decision maker for her grandparents. Um, she could be involved in family decisions of what's gonna happen with grandma and grandpa. And if this large, you know, it's going to start, it always starts large with larger brands. But if this, you know, if this nationally known um, or, you know, ownership group of these rehab facilities is active on there and putting really great success story videos on TikTok. I mean, there are tons of um, channels on TikTok. I follow a lot of them because, you know, I have a sweet spot for the elderly just with my background in nursing um, mm -hmm. of, of elderly people dancing and to funny music and they have their own channels and they get hundreds of thousands of interactions on every single video. They have a couple million followers. I mean, there are lots of these, um, these channels focused around really cute elderly people. Um, so that's like, you can look at those channels and, and really glean a lot from it and say, okay, this is what we could do. We have a lot of great things that happen within our facility in our activities department that uh, are really cute and really, we want to share this with the world. So that's what you do. You, you could share what's happening in your activities department um, and set it to some really cool current music. You know, when you're on TikTok, you pick the songs and they can be, you know, you got to be careful because some of the songs can be <laughs> a little vulgar, but um, depending on what your audience is. But right now, that's how they get pushed out. I mean, like you mm -hmm. alluded to, I have a bunch of my clients on TikTok now and the growth is pretty unbelievable. And they're not, none of my clients are, are teenage girls. So it's, you know, they're big companies who, who down the road, those that young market is going to be our market and it's a long game. And right now with our organic audience, the audience is exploding organically. We just want to be there. I mean, the platform could fall dead on it, flat on its feet in two years, but at least we were there and positioned well for if it does really explode and we want, and, and more users come into it. And we're already seeing, I mean, there's a trend for 
you know, there's hashtags for 40 year old moms and 30 year old moms and uh, uh-huh. all over TikTok. These, those are a hundred percent influencers slash decision makers within the senior care space. So um, they're on there. They're already on there. So you okay. should. There. Listen, so if you don't mind, I just want to cut in for a second here. So I understand that if we have a, a good facility and we have funny moments that happen and we have, we have things that we could and should be sharing uh, that we could be sharing out. There's definitely room for us to to be successful on such a platform. Mm-hmm. The question, and you're saying like the long game, like Coke is advertising on children's you know TV channels because they know that when they go to the store now they'll choose, but like they're just yeah. kind of pushing it in their brain. You know, let's do this. You know, Coke, 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 or whatever. All these other big brands that do that, and there is a level of success now. Nursing homes are not the same size company as um, you know as Coke and these other big you know, big brands to afford to do things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that that's something to be said. That's a hard sell though. If I'm a nursing home owner operating, they tell me they should do it for one day. Uh, maybe, maybe not. But my question is, let's assume it's, it's going to grow and it's going to be, you have a very um, deep organic reach in order for me to uh, results for a nursing home, right. Are either census mm-hmm. or employees. Like those are the two biggest things that they're looking for right as a liaison it's census yep. from a facility standpoint it's you know it's getting staff to want to work there make it look like a fun enjoyable place to work um there are obviously lots of other things regulatory compliance you know surveyors probably check out their social channels they for sure do because part of their process now mm-hmm. to make sure you don't have anyone there that's not allowed to be there and then sign a consent form and all that mm-hmm. how much of tiktok's reach how deep can you get locally with TikTok as you can with Facebook. Like you mentioned earlier, you get into all the local groups. So your target market, and another point you mentioned earlier also is that if you're a big global company and you want in general to have a general impression of XYZ healthcare, let's say, so yeah, then it makes sense. You take videos from all your various facilities and you put it up there and you have a channel. So now anyone who lives anywhere in the United States of America will know that ABC Healthcare is a great company I saw a 87-year-old dancing together with her husband of whatever, 70 years, and it was so cute. And I, I should send my mom to my local, whatever, ABC Healthcare Center. I get that. But from uh, a, either a standalone facility or a smaller company or even just for local reach, how targeted can you get with this? Yeah, you, it's, it's, still, it's still in its infancy, you know, in terms of we're going to just talk, we'll talk organically, you know, it's still, it's still in its infancy, but you're seeing it, I'm seeing it um, on TikTok, I'm noticing, and it's really happening the same way that other platforms happened, you know, they're really, unfortunately, you know, we all have very little privacy nowadays in terms of our devices and what we watch on, and I'm noticing that in my suggested feed on TikTok, for example, I'm seeing people that I'm, you know, three degrees separated from, um, from some of my contacts in my phone, you know what I mean? That are on TikTok sharing, you know, mm-hmm. it's like someone who's sharing like a, a, you know, they're working out at the CrossFit up the street and they're sharing their, you know, the video of them hitting a PR with their lift or whatever, just very like, you know, it's just, they have a couple followers that just got on there, but it's showing up in my feed because they're local to me and cause they're connected, you know, via the, my content. Yeah. What think- about doing it more intentionally? Is there yeah. a way to target local people? Right now, you know, hashtags is really kind of the big way to talk, you know, people can, you can follow hashtags and that's also part of the sort of the algorithm that's used. So hashtag, you know, I work with, um, you know, I, I work with some brands who are on specific places here in Massachusetts. So they're on Nantucket, which is, you know, 
everyone, you know, everyone knows Nantucket, use hashtag Nantucket. And if you follow hashtag Nantucket, it's all brands and people who are present on there. So if you want to be active in that community or be seen by people who want to be involved in Nantucket happenings, you know, that's, that's what you would want to do. You'd want to make sure you include that hashtag in all your posts and your content. And so you can start, you know, trending within that hashtag. Mm -hmm. um, I've definitely noticed like with all, and I've said this in little videos I've put out on LinkedIn, consistency is reward. It's not only re really you benefit from it, it's rewarded, especially on platforms like TikTok and even still LinkedIn, because the organic, if you're posting every single day, I notice if I'm going every, I'm doing little videos for my clients, um, you know, fortunate that I can create a ton of client. I can go and sh if my clients shoot a ton of video and then chop it up into mm -hmm. bits for TikTok. Um, when I'm on the stretch of every day, you can see the numbers going up, up, up. If I if I take a day off or two days off and then get at like then I'm I'm playing catch up again with the it's definitely there's some momentum that seems to be involved there. And obviously mm -hmm. the only way this is how you get, you know, tons of followers on TikTok. You really learn from experience, just like I learned on all these other platforms what works. I, you know, definitely hundred percent just being consistent. And yeah, I do think that it's a long game. You're not immediately gonna see local uh, results, but if you wait until you there's people getting local results, then you're going to be playing, trying to play catch up. So you just okay. go a little bit. I mean, there's no direct ROI. You know, I can't tell an administrator, you pay me this to be present on TikTok. I'm going to create the content. You're going to get your census is going to go up. Yeah. Average of two more admits per month, blah, blah, blah. Like that's just not going to happen. I can't promise that, but we've seen enough. We're, we're in this great, sort of phase where we can see the very mature Facebook. Facebook is just, I mean, it's such a part of our, you know, our culture and our, in, in our fabric of the society. Unfortunately that, I mean, you know, they're banning presidents from it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's such a piece. It's so influential mm -hmm. that you, that it's a part of that, that we can see that mature, how, what it can become. And, and then we have TikTok on the other hand, which is, really just a baby, just a little like embryo of something right now. So mm -hmm. we, you need to hedge your bets a little bit and get involved and take chances. And, uh, and it could become the next Facebook. And you, if you're in there early, you know, you're going to reap the woods Then you certainly will see, you know, results for your brand and for your, your building and your census. You can, you know, like you said, we, back to the beginning of the conversation, if you're not putting it out there, someone's putting it out there for you. You can share these great moments, little, TikTok doesn't have to be dance videos. That's mm -hmm. oh, dance videos for my clients. It's everything. It's food. It's it's real estate. It's all these different things that are very interesting and sexy. And you set it to some cool music and people are interested. I mean, mm -hmm. that position of pop, really current pop music with sweet elderly lady. I think it's great. I think it's mm -hmm. awesome. I think uh, there's right. a... I mean, there is one thing that, uh, you know, people... Uh, I think it's a real misconception and, and for all social media. Um, platforms maybe specifically tiktok is that people want to get they want to get you know thousands of views and followers and that doesn't always translate into business especially if you don't know yourself how you want it to translate into business yeah. now it's true if you have attention attention eyeballs equals money it's true um and opportunities can come but if you already have a very specific business so nursing homes are not pivoting and going to start selling uh i don't know what a tree, a little they're not going to turn into another business they are what they are they've always been what they are well, you know what they are um you know there's some you know innovation that's possible but for the most part it's pretty static what the business is so if you get a hundred thousand followers on tiktok 
that's cool but it, you know it's, it's, like you said it won't increase the census today or tomorrow maybe eventually and slowly my question is if i was uh doing this for a nursing home client um we were maybe <laughs> and we, we were trying to set up a good tiktok platform so besides for the local hashtags wouldn't it make sense to maybe use the local hashtag to find other local accounts and really mimic what you would do in person as a liaison or what you would do in per what you would do on social, let's say on Facebook, and find others. How likely is someone to engage back in your content if you engage in their content? Yeah, I'm, it's pretty likely. It's, it's the same thing. So what I call when I'm speaking with my my clients and I'm just talking about what we're doing, how things are, or I'm pitching them, and you know we just met. You know, it's not. I call it community management. A lot of people, you know, that's sort of common in the industry of marketing. So it's online community management is that. So that's, you know, you push out content. That's one piece of the puzzle. Interaction is another. Um, I love that term. I already mentioned Nantucket. So I'm just going to go off that because when I say the word Nantucket, you probably have these images that pop in your head of what Nantucket could be. Big houses, wealthy, luxury, all that kind of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So when I'm on there interacting as the brand, I work with, what things that are associated with that I, you know, we go on and I have some people that help, you know, some of our employees and, and help here is they go on, they look for um, what are some common. So it, a lot of it, like what are some things that are parallel to that lifestyle, sailing, golf, luxury watches. I mean, you can just go on, um, you know, financial, the financial sector, all of those um, aspects, all those verticals have rep, you know, have, people on TikTok who are involved in that. So definitely sailing, yachts, all that kind of stuff, very active on TikTok. So um, you can go on there and I'll, we'll interact as the brand and comment and just engage and try to be a part of that conversation. Because um, it, if we're out there and we get a little bit more, you know, that early organic reach, the goal, the plan is that that results in brand awareness over time. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. when it's time to make a decision, then we want to be, you know, I want my client to be, the person they think of over the competitor that, that is not being aggressive on TikTok. So right. and it's not like there is an investment for sure. It does cost money to be present on TikTok. And depending on wh what type of business you are, you may not need to hire someone like me or you to get you started. I mean, if you're just a one-off thing, like just give it a shot. I mean, there's no, nothing bad. I mean, short of sharing something that you really shouldn't be. I mean, there's no downside. Just get download mm -hmm. the app and start messing with it, you know? And, uh, you know, if you're a convenience store owner, just get on there and start. And it may just come to you naturally and figure out. But you're never going to know until you try. It's free to try. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. you know, I think everyone. So listen, see, I see the time um, has gone by a little too quickly here. I did not realize how long it, this this has been. Um, and we need to wrap up. But before we let you go, any final thoughts um, about the industry or so how nursing homes uh, or seniors should be looking at senior care and and, and uh, social media and then also um where's a good place for people to follow up with you if they want to discuss uh craft media well yeah so i think um i, I thought of this when we were talking and I'll, this, is, this is sort of my final my final point sure. uh, that you can so i ha i worked as a clinical liaison for a pretty large i was at the time wasn't a skilled it was an inpatient rehab facility was my last uh, mm -hmm. position so and I felt so passionately about leveraging digital and social channels at that time because being a liaison, I was out trying to get in hospitals. As you know, the hospitals really try to keep you, you know, they, they want everything to be electronic. 
I was mm-hmm. fortunate to have great relationships, but I was so driven and so uh, I could see the results because I was already my side hustle at the time. I was working with brands on the side, helping with their social media. I just, you know, all of a sudden start doing this overnight. I had years of experience and I knew we were leaving, we were leaving money on the table. I could, I knew that the hospital I worked for could get more business if they were aggressive or even present on social media. They really weren't present at all. Um, mm-hmm. So I left that job and, and went out on my own and took that side hustle and that became craft media. Um, and now I know that I was right in what I did because we've worked with brands across all different sectors, including healthcare and seen immediate results. So I think, um, I think I just want every, if there's an administrator operator ownership watching this, I think, you know, just give it a little bit more thought if you, you know, sort of foo-fooed it away before, because, um, you know, at this point there's case studies, there's results and there's, uh, some, Inform, you know, there's proof that it works. So, right. As far as and I mean, to your point, you can get started with a cell phone. Yeah, you right? don't. You don't. You don't need it. It's not complicated. You don't need to start video editing. You don't need anything complex. It's very, yeah. very simple. That's and, true. Uh, and you don't have to be worried about what your account is going to look like. You can fix it up as you're going along. Yep. Um, and and if people want to learn more about uh, about you and your company, where's the best way? To, where's the best place to send them? Uh, crap. Best place would be just go to. Um, craftmediainc.com craftmediainc.com awesome we'll definitely put a link to that in the show notes thank you Stephen for coming on the Nursing Home Podcast and sharing so generously of your experience and your knowledge it's really been a pleasure yeah same it's been a pleasure here thank you Shmuel now that you've enjoyed this episode of the Nursing Home Podcast I'd really appreciate if you'd rate this podcast and let everyone else know what an amazing resource this is for those wanting to learn anything and everything about the nursing home industry. So head on over to ratethispodcast.com slash nursing home. Again, ratethispodcast.com slash nursing home. Leave me a review and let the world know what an amazing show this truly is. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure to stay tuned and subscribe so you don't miss any other episodes.